The scripture reading for our meditation today is taken from the book of the Acts of the Apostles, the seventh chapter, beginning at verse 54. When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart, and they gnashed at Stephen with their teeth. But he, being full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God and said, Look! 
I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice, stopped their ears and ran at him with one accord and they cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at the feet of a young man named Saul. And they stoned Stephen as he was calling on God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he knelt down and cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not charge them with this sin. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Here ends our reading. We remain seated for our hymn. A few of you may have heard me tell this story before that three years ago, our family was up visiting my daughter and her family 
And it was on Easter Sunday, we were in their church for Easter services. And soon after the pastor had started his sermon, a man came walking into the sanctuary and sat about five, six rows from the front and was carrying a big plastic bag. And nobody recognized this man. And he sat down right on the aisle. I happened to be one aisle behind and right across from him. And about a minute after that, while the pastor was preaching, he began yelling at the preacher and calling out to him and responding to things he was saying to him in, in uh, his sermon. And you could feel a real discomfort go through the congregation. And this kept up for a while. He had a number of responses, and at first the pastor ignored him, but then after a while, he started to actually answer some of his questions and some of the things he was saying. But it was a very weird, tense moment. Uh, the church was packed, probably 350 people or so in the sanctuary. And I actually took out my iPhone and began filming this just in case anything were to happen. My daughter took her little infant child and ran out into the narthex, and I saw another mother or two do the same thing. I saw people begin moving away from him in the pews. One lady got up and even moved across her husband to be shielded from him. Suddenly, a very large man on the other side of the church got up, one of the members, and came walking around and up the middle aisle and sat right behind this intruder and put his hand on his shoulder. Found out later he was an off-duty police officer. And put his hand on the man's shoulder. But you could feel the fear in the congregation when this happened. On Easter Sunday, you could feel the fear of death right there. Here we were, worshiping the risen Christ, the one who has the power over death, who the, the keys to your grave are in his hand, and singing praises to him, just as we're doing right now. And yet, we could just feel inside of all of us a fear of this enemy of death right there. God didn't create us to die. He created our bodies to be alive. And death is an unnatural consequence on our bodies because of the fall into sin. We don't need to look any farther than our own wickedness and evil thoughts inside of us that, that continue to promote and, and cause the spread of death in our world today. It's because of us that it's here. And Martin Luther said, even the pig squeals at the slaughter. All of life, all living creatures have to face this horrific enemy. What a difficult situation for Stephen, one of the early deacons in the Jerusalem congregation, to have to face such a horrible way to die, the death by stoning. And think what irony we have here in this story before us, that here is somebody who has dedicated his life because of God working in his heart, has dedicated his life now to serving the one who answers the problem of death for all people. And yet the very people he's trying to help with this are now pummeling him and murdering him for teaching that and for saying that. As, as believers in Christ, we are the only institution in the world that possesses the answer to the grave. Just think of that. We're the only institution in the entire world that truly possesses the answer to the problem of death. 
We're the only ones that carry with us the keys to get people out of their coffins or out of an ash urn into the gates of heaven. And you have been blessed by the gift of faith to be part of that powerful institution here in the world. But we shouldn't be surprised that the world hates us for that. That's exactly what St. John writes in one of his letters. Do not be surprised if the world hates you. How sad that, that the very ones who carry with us because of the gospel and because of our knowledge of this powerful Savior who carry with us the answer to death. Think of it, the answer to death that we have in Scripture and, and that God has placed in our hearts through the gift of faith in Christ. And yet we're hated because of it. But that, that just shows what control the devil has on the unbelieving world. The, 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 the pale of death, the, the swarm of death on man's minds has polluted man's minds and hearts, and we were once in that too, has polluted man's hearts and minds so deeply and so badly that we would hate somebody who brings us the answer to that. There's no greater evidence of the fall into sin's impact on us than that. But by God's grace, he has pulled you and me out of that wicked darkness of unbelief and given us faith in this amazing Savior. And we now bear that with us as we go through this world. Martin Luther said, even if the world comes to you, like they did here with Stephen, even if the world comes to you and takes away the maggot sack of your body, which is what we are, he said, even if the world comes to you and takes that away from you, they really can't take it away from you because it's already been taken by Christ. And he's the one that promises that he is the resurrection and the life. One last thing that we see here in Stephen that's also a beautiful thing that we learn about him in the church. Notice that even while people are putting him to death for, for delivering to them the message about how to get out of death, he still has a heart of love for them. He still has the gospel heart of love for them. And he says, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. Sounds like our Savior, of course, on the cross. Father, forgive them, for they know not what to do. Think of the power of the gospel. Think of the power of love that works in the hearts of believing Christians, that, that even when the world hates us to the point of wanting to kill us, we still want them to know about Christ. We still want the terrorists that cut people's heads off in Muslim countries. We still want them to believe in this wonderful, loving Savior who's loved us so deeply, even while they're showing that kind of evil and acts of viciousness against God's church. What a blessing. What a blessing to belong to this Redeemer and Savior. Amen. Please rise. And we pray. Lord God, our Heavenly Father, we thank you for calling, out of, calling us out of darkness into the marvelous kingdom of the light of your grace. We pray that you would stir up our hearts in true love for this fallen world, that we may bring the wonderful hope of the resurrection to many in our lives. We pray it all in Christ's saving name. Amen.
triune God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve you. Go in peace. Amen. Thank you.